the Badger Politic. I'm Scott Stearns. Yes, good evening. Paul Sickles here. Hey, it's only been, uh, like, I think it's been only a week. Has there been any news at all? Just a little. It's just, just little. It, it's, it's literally been, like, just over a week, and I feel like there's, like, at least two hours of material that we, that we should yeah, be talking about. Yeah, gerrymandering. There's, it's, um, it's, and did we talk, we talked a little bit about Korea. Uh, we got, yeah, I mean, I don't even have that on my list tonight. family separations at the border. We got... Uh, the Democratic uh, Party coming to Milwaukee and potentially, uh, potentially in 2020. We've got a Marquette University big, uh, Paul Charles Franklin Paul. sticking his finger on the on the scales, perhaps. Yeah, um, maybe not favorably. Um, and then we get got a chance to prognosticate, of course, as well. Yeah, on what uh, what the numbers mean and what the what, what the what other elections look like. Right. So right, it's a hint. It's not great, uh, but yeah. anyway. There's just more stuff to talk about than I think we we have time for. So gerrymandering, I, I, I'd say mostly it was kind of a rough week, honestly. Like, well, it, it's a week results. to it, it's a week that gives you pause. So uh, we we yeah, we've it talked makes about it makes it. a blue wave seem like a I don't know the blue, that, the blue trickle is that you're going back? to No, the you old? know what? It makes you think we better have a big fucking blue wave if this if we're going to fix anything if we're going to overcome some of these because uh, this is, roadblocks. We started to see some really disturbing signs this week, just For about sure. the fate of our democracy. You know, there's yes. been a lot of people felt that uh, the women, starting with the women's march, which was splendid, and mm-hmm. it was splendid again the second time. Really, and, and that's no joke, right? It was inspiring, and it helped kick off a resistance, which we like to think continues to this day. But uh, there's more need for it today than there was on January twentieth, two thousand seventeen. Well, really. it's it's again, it comes down to because we're up against a lot here, right? Well, and, and, and until, I, I also until we talk and, about the spin, until we have the else. opportunity to translate this action into votes, I mean, marches are great. You know, all this stuff is great, and, and, and you know, people like having enthusiasm and everything like that. Like until that actually translates into action, like it, it, it to we, me, it's 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 not meaningless. Well, we've, had, but we've, we've talked many times in this podcast. Many of these special elections have been promising. Mm-hmm. These off-year elections that they have in Virginia, yeah, New Jersey, mostly promising. Well, in Wisconsin, uh, mostly promising. Too. Although there was one pretty major disappointment. Yeah. Um, and it, you know, in the forty second assembly seat, I think that is pretty. It has to be. It's just, it was disappointing, but it, but the margin was narrowed versus uh, versus how Trump. But uh, not versus it. what Walker did in fourteen. True. So I, I t- that gives me pause. So I'm gonna. So I'll circle back to the what we initially had on the agenda. So the gerrymandering case, uh, the Whitford case for the Supreme Court. This is the uh, looking at the. This way was the cure all that I think a lot of people were really hoping for. Right. Well, at least in terms of how the districts are drawn in Wisconsin, and uh, you know, hoping that this would help in you right. know, in, in the coming in, in the coming instead years. Instead of a you know wind at our sails mm-hmm. uh, path to. Actually, representative districts. We we have a giant thud. Well, we are stuck in the it, doldrums on a it, good day. It definitely it wasn't. It wasn't. Did a, we capsize? I'm not sure. No, we might have. I wouldn't uh, say we didn't quite capsize, but the wind stopped moving, and we don't even know when, when, or where to put up the sail because we have no idea where the next breeze is coming from. It's so the it was ship is is is. It wasn't far the, away at sea. It wasn't the decision we were hoping for, no. which was a which was a decisive decision about establishing standards for how districts. Should we be could drawn. say it wasn't decisive, but 
It wasn't. It was a decisive defeat. And whether or not the decision... In the, in the in near the, term, yes. In the, in the court of public opinion, in the near term. And frankly... And the near term is all that matters because there's so much shit that's at stake in the near term. And you're going to have more Trump appointees on the court. Yes. Yes. So I don't think there's any reason to feel optimistic about it. Well, I don't think the court... I think that progressives have, or liberals, what have you, have thought really my whole life that the court is kind of their friend mm-hmm. because we're used to... Court cases, you being know. disappointed. <laughs> no, no. Growing up, we, yeah. we learned about the Brown versus the Board of Education. No, or, I'm saying or, recent, you know, in recent history, it's been right. kind of disappointing. With the with the ACA well, kind of being the exception. Yeah, but also the gay, gay marriage case. Mm. You know, there's a number of true, cases true. over the years where the court has seen been seen as enlarging people's lives. But let's go back a little bit. In our nation's history, it's not always been that case. Yeah. Uh, in 1896, I know it's going back a tad, but uh, Plessy a versus Ferguson yeah. said it was okay to have segregated schools. Yeah. In uh, 18, I think 56, Dred Scott versus Sanford said it was okay to have a fugitive slave law right. in the uh, North, and it basically ratified. And they had a chance to outlaw slavery with that, as, as I recall, and they mm-hmm. said, "No, we're going to sanction it." And it took a war, a civil war, which killed a huge percentage of the population, yeah. to um, to end slavery in this country after it had been ended for decades in other uh, um, in European countries that, from which uh, the United States kind of came came out of, or I mean, a lot of the leadership it's came the, out of, the, I should the, say. The lesson I, being is that, yeah, you can't depend on unelected... courts are not necessarily friends. You, you can't depend on unelected judges to do the work for you, and you, really what you need to do is get your get your legislature in order. Now, the ironic, in, in, but ironically, if recently, we can't we can't get the legislature in order, if the districts are drawn <laughs> right. with, with unfair rules. We just, we're coming off a run, a post-World War II run, about 70 years where the courts were generally... Seen as enlarging people's rights. Yeah, I think we're going into a period of time, maybe where the courts will be the 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 group that tries to hold up people's rights. Yeah, even as our politics may improve, and that's a real if. I kind of but, but let's hope they do. But I kind I of think the rest of our lives, it's not likely the courts will be our friends. Well, at, um, least, at least not at the federal level, because they're they're packing the courts now with all the federal judges. Right, right. Uh, and they're, I, they're I filling we, those seats because they're they're controlling the Senate and everything else. Now, so. the importance for politics, though, is this. So I, 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 I hold that thought for a second. I just want to kind of just lay the lay the groundwork because not everybody that's listening may be familiar with what occurred. Uh, earlier earlier this week with the gerrymandering case, so we, what they we lost, we we well, can still gerrymander. Yeah, right. So what what what's in place today will continue. Basically, what the Supreme Court did is they they didn't they didn't rule that that there, that there was absolutely no merit to the case. What they did is they sent it back down to the lower court and they said you need to kind of narrow what what you are what you're bringing to us. So they need to they, Paul's making <laughs> making obscene gestures. Obscene gestures. So. Yeah, basically. I, 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 mean, they I mean, whatever. By the time he gets back up, there'll be Neil Gorsuch true. too on that court. Very true. However, I mean, justices like Thomas wanted to throw the thing out completely. He might. They might as well have. I think they wasted Effect, our time. Effectively, well, maybe. I guess maybe we can call, tie but up they their did give them so they guidance. Do more they, bad rulings. They did give them guidance to say, like, okay, you need to narrow your case to say, like, define where there has been harm. So you need plaintiffs that say, like, hey, my district is drawn this way. 
Mm. And effectively, my vote has no meaning. So if they're going to bring the case back to the Supreme Court at some point, really what you need to do, right, is to have, okay, maybe, maybe you have, you know, some Democrats and, and, and skewed districts that say, like, I have no voice. And maybe you even get some Republicans from Milwaukee Why to say, like... Why would they like, that case? I mean, unless there was some for, deal with Maryland. But I, I, for the most part... The gerrymandering is in the Republicans' interest. So if of I'm course, them, I'm going to... I, I, I would forbid anybody... I mean, I guess somebody could go up and lie and say, yeah. I'm a Republican, I wish I had a chance to vote for a Republican in, in the Isthmus of Madison or something. Right. But they don't really wish that. They want to keep a majority. They don't give a flying fuck of if, course they, if they of course can't not. vote for a Republican so, in the Isthmus. So, in the, so in, the, in the near term, obviously, like this just this is going to this, this is, this is be drawn out. For the near future, but like basically, we can't depend on this case like having any benefit to us in the next few years. So, really, it's, it, it raises the stakes for winning the governorship in Wisconsin. For winning, right. hopefully, better, hopefully right. one of the houses. You know, maybe 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 we win the state senate in November. Hopefully, just to have some check on when they draw those districts again in a couple of years when the census comes Absolutely. up. Absolutely. No, the that's, trick that's is huge. you got to have a, you got to have one of the houses. Yeah. And hopefully the governorship have any kind of and leverage then, and then uh, split it and then and then have the courts which then does make the courts draw the lines which right. is how it's been done for decades before. Yeah. And then uh, there's a lower federal court that does it when yeah. the, when the state splits and can't come to an agreement. Then what you got to do is in 2030 do a good enough job to win all the seats and then completely gerrymander the fuck out of those Republicans. <laughs> Just worse than they ever dreamed. I mean, make them a, like a non-existent party Yeah, the gerrymander. I mean, I don't care if the Democrats get 40% of the vote. They're keeping a supermajority in the. I mean, that's what you got to do. Well, I mean, this is how the game you is can't, played. You, you can't cannot, play nice. You right, can't, right. You ha- I mean, you we're, we're dealing with the rules as they are today, mm, so you have to play the game. Absolutely. And it's just, I think waiting on the courts, is, I mean, you, you know, you if you wait on the courts, especially now in this era, if you're you going to wait on the courts to solve your problem, you're going to be waiting for very long. You'll be thoroughly time. disappointed. Right. Yeah. Right. And it's, it's, I'm sad about it. I, I want to say, you know, my lifetime... A lot of times, I've never, I can't recall an election for president that the Democrats won because people were worried about the courts. Mm-hmm. But I can recall two elections the Republicans were able to sneak out. Both times they lost the popular vote because they were worried about the courts. It's a, it's a wedge issue that motivates the right, doesn't motivate the left. That's got to change. True. And that's, and that's really yeah. Donald Trump got Wow County voters, he got Never Trumper voters to vote for him because they didn't want Hillary in there. He got people to not vote for Gary Johnson, not abstain, because mm-hmm. they were worried about the Supreme Court. And now we have and, Neil Gorsuch. And, and they're getting what they wanted. As opposed. Even though Obama got denied an appointment. Yeah. I not, mean, we, I we, mean have, we, have, we have, we have, instead of Merrick Garland, we have, uh, we have Obama Neil made an appointment. They refused to hold a vote for over a year, I believe. Yep. And they, this happened again in 2000. Yeah. And so you've got three justices. Uh, Roberts is probably the best of those three. Mm-hmm. Alito and, and Gorsuch now on the courts because they won those elections. Yeah. And, and that wouldn't have happened. I mean, I, I suppose it was Bush's second term for those two. But at least there's the one seat for sure. 
That oh, the, he didn't have any his first term. Right, he they were both they were both in the second term. And he won his first term. I would argue his second term was close enough that it was the Supreme Court that really played a role in motivating Republicans to get behind him then too. Uh, the one counter argument could be you could say that in 2012. I don't think that's what reelected Obama though was Democrats no. staying loyal because of the courts. It was Democrats no. staying loyal because they were Democrats and they they appreciated Obama's populist appeals. There was that, and it was it was probably a counter reaction to what happened in 2010. You know, realizing that the, there was, the con- uh, Congress was you know you did you didn't want to have one party government. There was really point. good turnout amongst the. Rising American electorate, frankly, yeah. and yeah. which there wasn't in '16. Uh, in some areas, it was better than mm-hmm. it was even in 2008, in the, including the city of Milwaukee. Actually, sure. so that's something to remember, too. Uh, so you got to go back to your base. Yeah. So executive order, we got. Oh, Trump says it's fine to keep the families together, right? Oh. Yeah, that's, it was always so, the Democrat. It was Obama's fault, so right? This that is they got the, separated uh, at the border. I, I shouldn't would, joke. I would this. say this is our. Um, I don't know if we did one last week, but this would be our White House insanity check. White House insanity check. So yeah, so after weeks of saying that it's the Democrats' fault because we have this law and we're just upholding the law. And there's nothing we can do about it. And Obama had a chance to change it 10 years he ago. Didn't do he it. Both houses of- so with a stroke of a pen on TV today, he basically rescinded the order saying families should be separated at the border if they are coming in illegally. Mm. And, but, the, but again, this is, not, uh, this is not a fix-all because they're not going back and, and reuniting the 2,000-plus families that are currently separated. Right, I did hear that. Yeah, so, this is, I mean, I mean, and it's just so much, of, uh, we saw so many offensive things. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's Corey ridiculous. Lewandowski going wah, wah, wah about the child with Down syndrome. Yeah, it's, it's, separated it's so over the which top. Which really I mean, burdens it, it's, me. It's, it's sociopathic. Um, and, These and people have guess, no, no shame at all. Well, and the thing about it that bothers me is uh, the recent polling continues to show Trump with an improvement. Um, but even I, during this, I, I mean, now we'll see. Maybe, maybe in the aftermath, it'll start to I take a dive. If you're looking at if, if you look at the 538 trend, I think that's kind of pre the blow up of this. I think he, I think he had a bump out he of North, North Korea. North Korea to, balance, okay, because he he didn't like start a war and he yeah, shook hands he, with the guy. And now he, the guy's he, off in China. He had some, like, he had some, some, some good right. pictures. Okay, that's what all right. Was. Okay, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say like this week has been bad for him because we. He has not. He has not. It. He has not demonstrated any complicity. All right, listeners, we're checking in next week. We want to see <laughs> well, was it bad? Because right now it's it's point uh, it's eight point nine percent negative for Trump, which is still historically negative, but yes. a lot closer. But if you listen, uh, than it than it was. If you read National Review or watch Fox News, oh, Trump's ahead of uh, right. where Reagan was, right. where Obama was, right. where Bush was, where both Bushes were. Which is complete horseshit. Yeah, he's he's like eight to nine points below those guys at this point in his presidency. So if you if you hear any of your uh, your drunk uncles or uh, no, your all Fox caps News, emails, you, right? Yeah, your all caps emails that you get uh, from your friends. That's that that is total bullshit and call them out on it. Yeah, uh, and maybe it is actually kind of close to Reagan's level. So just for argument's sake, but. So, he's, he's still underwater, but he's getting closer. Well, he, he, is, he's, he has okay. What's undeniable? 
And this, okay, I guess drunk uncle, you better bold and capitalize all this. If you can figure out how to bold it. Yeah. He's had an upswing for like about three months. It's been very clear. Right. Um, You know, his support looks like a football, so Mm -hmm. to speak, on a graph. Yeah, it It went down from about even and then kind of bottomed out late in 2017, and now it's starting to catch back up closer to even. It's still well underwater, but it's getting closer, and it's, it's, it's kind of a disturbing trend. I mean, and I think we started to see that in the MU poll, but before we get into that, we have other news about downtown Milwaukee. Not just Marquette. So yeah, Milwaukee is in the uh, final three for the 2020 Democratic Convention. There were a few cities eliminated, and right now it is between uh, Milwaukee, Miami, and Houston. Uh, Denver was also in the running, but they are uh, they are choosing to bow out because the dates don't work for them. That's really exciting, honestly. I think it is. Um, I, mean, I wonder how the dates work out here, because it's about the same time as the usual Northwestern Mutual Convention, which is really I huge. think I think they'll just they'll make it work. I think it would be... Northwestern would probably move I, back I'm sure they would. I'm sure they would. I mean, yeah. it's, it, it would be such a big event. For this city, it would be. It would be it huge. Would be, it would be huge. Uh, I would say amongst those three, just kind of, for one... I, I think it is notable that all three of the cities in in the running have a fairly significant uh, Latino population, and given the issues that we just spoke about, I think that's an that's an important factor. Mm-hmm. But I, from my perspective, it's probably between Miami and and Milwaukee because a the Dems aren't going to win Texas, at least not in the next few years. I don't think so. So not, not in this next cycle, even even you, if it, they. They, look, they haven't won it, what, since 64? Yeah. I, mean, I mean, the Democrats LBJ. can win landslide elections without winning Texas. Right. They don't need, Texas is not part of the victory map. Florida and Wisconsin Florida, are. Florida and Wisconsin are, and, and those are two states that obviously went the wrong way in 2016. So right. Wisconsin's almost entirely pivotal, though. You can't win without Wisconsin, whereas you might be able to win well, without it's kind Florida. Well, it's, it is kind of a bellwether, right? I mean. Right. I would say that if they, if they do select Milwaukee, I think it's it's an indication that the party, at least nationally, realizes like the, the error of its ways. That they obviously did not spend enough time. Now, here Florida in is a much bigger prize. It is. It it's is a twenty nine. So I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily electoral rule them vote out. prize, whereas Wisconsin's a ten electoral vote prize. Yep. Yep. The one thing is though that Florida is so broken up by regions. And that I don't True. think anybody in Tallahassee gives a shit about what's going on in Miami Beach. No, no not at Or all. even anybody in Tampa does. But any large Orlando. state is that way. I mean, you have your different pockets that I are kind of different culturally. I think it would be a very big deal for all of Wisconsin, if it was, even if it was in Milwaukee. I think it would be a big deal for Superior. And frankly, not only is Florida broken up into regions, but Milwaukee is actually part of a more homogenous region, if you will, yeah. of the upper Midwest, you know, Great Lakes region, that I actually think it would actually help us in states like Ohio and maybe not Indiana, but Michigan, yeah, you know, in Minnesota, uh, Iowa, what have you, um, kind of show that they're in the heartland. Yeah. Like Milwaukee screams heartland. And right. And how many states did we lose that Obama carried in the heartland, so to speak? Iowa, Wisconsin, 
Michigan, Ohio, mm-hmm. I mean, Pennsylvania, Indiana. it's got an East Coast heartland. Oh, yeah, Obama carried Indiana one time. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, that basically everything along I-80 except Illinois. Sure. Um, so, you so know. So, I think it would be a pretty big statement to uh, to send it back here so that it's gonna, it would be at the uh, the new the brand new uh, Milwaukee Bucks arena. And we lost those, most of those states by a razor's edge. Right. Um so I mean, put together, those are much a much bigger prize than is Florida, and mm-hmm. so I think that that is something to consider. So the other thing, um, obviously related to related to all that, is uh, there's a new Marquette University poll out today, focusing on the uh, the elections happening uh, a few months. I from previewed now. it a few minutes ago, about twenty minutes ago. Not a great result. Frankly, there is definitely a, a mixed a mixed bag here. The headline in uh, Journal Sentinel was unequivocally bad. Yeah, it was a yeah bad headline. So it said the Walker leads all Democratic challengers, which which is which is accurate. Which you and you based read, on the poll? Yes, when you read between <laughs> the lines, uh, you quickly find that he's running against nobodies, uh, nobody yeah. who's had a chance to establish himself. And also, you see, he's below 50% against everybody. Mm-hmm. And the poll appears to have a slight skew It's uh, to the Republicans, which which I hate saying because I can't stand when people on the other side do that. Yeah, there, well, I remember this, you know, back in the, uh, back when Bush was president, the whole, like, unskewed polls thing. And I, I yeah, I, right. I agree. I kind of, I kind of temper, I, I temper my it. my actions to say like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the data and be like, okay, this is how it should be. I, but when you dive into the numbers, it, there's there's reason for skepticism. So there's some stuff that doesn't add up. Yeah, and almost all of it tends to favor Republicans. All the stuff that doesn't look right. In so the poll. there isn't a lot of times you'll see something. Well, they oversampled this or they undersampled that, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, that favored Democrats, that favored Republicans. Almost all every lean you could see in this poll favors Republicans. So, yeah, uh, and there were several. Yeah, um, the one being that they had a higher sample of Republicans and their historic average and a significantly by a, few, lower. by a few points. Lower percentage of Democrats, which usually that in- indicates the enthusiasm. Yeah. So if that were to be believed, then it's shaping up to be, be a big red wave this mm-hmm. year, um, uh, like a volcano, vol- red, red volcanic eruption, if you will. Yeah. Um, so to speak. I mean, so I just think that if you follow that logic, right, that there's more Republican enthusiasm. Well, that's fair. Maybe the Trump's on an upswing, except that flies against almost every point of data we've seen from special elections and every other poll that I'm aware of, really, for the most part. Um, there, there isn't, as far as I know, there isn't higher enthusiasm on the right. Right. Um, now, it did say within the number of the Democrats more than were enthusiastic than Republicans, but it was a pretty small margin. But the idea that so many more people... More people identif- self-identified as Republicans than historically do suggests that the Republicans are really doing great right now. Yeah, and I don't know, maybe they are, but that that hasn't been the track record in Wisconsin special elections. So, so. I guess to dive into the numbers a little bit, I mean, uh, Walker's approval rating based on this is up to forty-nine percent, which is the highest it's been right. since October twenty fourteen, two months before. Right before, or, uh, right, or a month before he was reelected, mm-hmm. 
So if that is accurate, that is that is cause for alarm. It's bad news. Yeah. It, you know, so and Tammy is up by ten points. Ta- and, and yeah, that, right. That's the other part of this is big. based on that same sample. Like she's beating Vukmer and Nicholson by yeah nine or ten points. So I suspect that Walker's approval rating is going up. But I don't think it's that high. I don't think it was because the last poll they did also went skewed Republican. But then we had the Dallas election. Mm-hmm. It indicated a Republican, more people identified as Republican. But then Dallas smoked Skrennick in the um, Supreme Court election. So I don't think. I, I just think they might right now be undersampling Democrats by a few percentage points. And I think a lot of people who listen to this sort of look into the numbers would agree with that analysis. I mean, the other thing is that the rural population that is that is part of this poll is high. So yeah, 38%, 38% of the respondents uh, were considered rural. Because it's self-identified. It's but self-identified. only 26% of the population is classified as rural. Right. Um, you, would three, consider, you, would, you would consider that Trump country. 3% of the poll said they were African-American, but even in a... Downing year for African-American turnout, which in 16 and in 14, it was 5%, mm-hmm. so not 3%. That's very significant because 90-some percent of Wisconsin African-Americans tend to vote Democratic. Yeah. So, um, you know, I mean, it, it's not a huge skew, to be frank with you. Huge? Huge. <laughs> I mean, Walker is probably catching up, and he's probably not far from even, but I would su- just suspect he's actually a little underwater instead of a little above water right yeah. now. Um, I'd say he's probably somewhere between 45 and 47% approval if you look at what li- is likely to be this year's electorate. Yeah. Uh, that said, that means it's a, still a wide-open race. It also means Walker still has a very good chance of re- being reelected. Yeah. Regardless. You know, and he only has to win by one vote. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, you know, he did win by six, seven points in the past. Uh, so, I, I mean, I'm not, I don't want to diminish what the poll is telling us. I do think it's telling us that there's a trend line yeah. to the right, which I think that does follow what we're seeing nationally. But I'm not sure it's quite the level that it is. But I think it is starting to, one thing I can say that I think is definitive is that the 10 candidate show i i want to call it shit show should i call it a <laughs> shit show on the on the democratic side uh-huh is the 10, 10 candidate song and dance routine is looking like a shit show yeah well it's it's probably it's, at least it's been an obstacle i think to a degree for any of them Getting the, their name out there. And the poll seems to have lost, like, I mean, had Kelda Roy's down at 2% when she was at 23% in the straw poll. Yeah. Which, which I mean... Something doesn't add up there. I, I guess I could see that the straw polls are of activists and that might of skew course. somebody like her. It may, it may not translate to the larger Right, but population. I don't think... Uh, uh, somehow I would think she'd at least have about 10%. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Mitchell's low, too. Evers is high. Gronick's high in this poll. Soglin is way higher than I think he really is. Right. I mean, unless the whole city of Madison got together and answered the phone calls. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and I don't even know all that many people in Madison who care for Soglin. <laughs> um What was interesting was that a lot of those candidates so were only within a two to four points of Walker and I had hypothetical head-to-head and nobody knew who they were. 
Right. So I think <laughs> so that, how does that how does that make sense? Right. And Walker, anybody that people were a little familiar with, they held Walker down into the mid forties. So I think that it, that's a tell as well. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's safe to say that Walker has like a natural, almost ceiling of maybe forty-seven to forty-nine percent. The question is whether you have a Democrat that can unite enough people and not allow third-party people, in, you know, turn out enough votes to overcome what Walker's turnout number will be, which is probably be about one and a quarter million. Yeah. So uh, Scott's looking desperately for more data. I am. I'm trying to uh, to see like what what other know. we can dive into. Here. If you look on anyway, I, we put a little post on the on our Facebook page um, with a little reminder of regardless of what it is, right? Whether Walker's at 45 percent approval or 49 percent approval or 52 percent approval, it's too high. Yeah, and uh, you ought to look at the Scott Holes uh, <laughs> dot Partner Scott Holes website. No offense to you, Scott Stearns. Right, no, no but um, you can all everybody can upload their pictures of potholes on by underfunded local roads because uh, of Walker's policies of corporate welfare and uh, screwing over uh, transportation funding. You can look at that and you can take your own picture, upload it to the site. There's pictures of potholes in Rhinelander, Scott Holes in Rhinelander, Janesville, Milwaukee, you name it. They're on there. Green Bay, I saw. It's all pretty exciting. So we got to, I think that's actually something that could swing the election, the Scott Holes. You know, like, for instance, $90 million was diverted from local roads to pay for the Foxconn thing. That was a recent headline. So I keep an eye on that issue. Um, I think we would, our next topic would be prognostication. And I think... I think we can maybe uh, skip some of that. Suffice to say, I think it's getting tighter at all levels. Well, I think I, th- I think before we do that, I, yeah, I, I well, I, I think along with that, actually, I think we need to look at kind of what this poll is saying about the, the direct matchups with, you know, Ever- right. e- Evers, Flynn, you know, Gronk, etc. So the the head to head. Is uh, is interesting in that Evers versus Walker? They're gonna they're saying forty eight forty four forty eight forty four. So Walker, Walker I mean Walker's leading every every everybody basically, but only point. by two to four points. Yeah, and in some cases as much as eight points against Roy's and and there's eight points, points eight points versus neither and and don't know. So right, uh, Flynn versus Walker. Uh, Flynn is forty two. Walker forty six. Gronick versus Walker. 41 to 46. Uh, McCabe versus Walker. Interestingly, with as much as we've railed against uh, McCabe, McCabe, 42 to 44. Yeah. So, you know. I think that, this is take, a noise. Take honestly. that. Take, take it, right. I, I think it could be. Um, Mitchell versus Walker, 41 to 45. Uh, Page versus Walker, is the, that's the worst showing. That's 36 49. I think Page just drop out right now yeah, because he's, he's going nowhere. Uh, Roy's versus Walker. Roy's, uh, like as you mentioned, uh, took the straw poll at the convention, forty to forty-eight. Forty uh, for Roy's and forty-eight for Walker. Yeah. Okay. Sogland versus Walker at one point less, so uh, thirty-nine to forty-eight. Vinehout versus Walker, thirty-nine to forty-eight, and Walks versus Walker, thirty-eight forty-nine. So, uh, one other thing I would point it, out, though, it kind of shows you who's bringing up the rear. It, it does to an extent. Uh, however. I don't think they publicized enough. I, I, I watched the rollout today. 
uh, over lunch, and they did kind of two separate samples. Right, they did split samples. They did for split most because samples. There was too many candidates. The they did so there was an eight hundred person sample for the Evers versus Walker matchup, and an eight hundred person sample, the same sample for. Roy's versus Walker because and 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 Charles Franklin's justification for that was that because Roy's won the straw poll, she should in theory have more name recognition, more enthusiasm, all that. The rest of them, the the other eight, there was only four hundred and three people they sampled. Yeah. So I so to compare all these together, like it's it's not it's not an apples to apples comparison. In theory, it should be okay, but. Problem with the split sample is that the margins for error the mar- are a little higher. It's different. It's different people answering, and 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 yeah, yeah the margin increases because you're only dealing I mean, if with. There, if you distribute which side goes to which one, it should be all right. But it's it, obviously Franklin himself is admitting that it's a lower quality. It's of a of a horse race. If you know anything about statistics, it's like the lower right. the lower your sample, the, the the higher the margin of error, and the one the that it showed was that Evers might be more like than Roy's. Well, again, like he's, yeah, he, 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 remains, he, he remains the one that has the most name recognition at this right. point. So right. It um, does kind of bother me that Roy's is down 10 points. Yeah, um, I think... I mean, I think the House, the Democrats are slightly favored still, but not by a whole lot. And I think the Senate, I the just, Republicans are going to hold the U.S. Senate, unfortunately. What I would... By, what I would probably pick up a seat. What I would say is I, I, think, I think the fear of this poll, as we discussed earlier, is that... You know, it leads to uh, maybe some overconfidence on the Republican side, and maybe some pessimism on the Democratic side. Maybe it uh, it leads people to believe that uh, the fundraising isn't isn't going to come, or maybe it lights a fire. I hope it does because I, I think know. what we're starting to see is if if what I'm most afraid of with what happened with these family separations, yeah, is that we're uh, while it appears that the polls are still continuing to rise for the Republicans, these yeah. Walker polls were conducted at the same time the guys sending troops down yeah. to separate families. They have them at a net approval rating. So I mean, you know, two points or what have you, mm-hmm. which is outrageous. Um, it makes me fear that people are saying, "Well, I don't like the separation of families," but. You know what? We got to do. But the law is the law. We got to do what we got to do. That is that was the mentality, honestly, that led to some awful things in in dictatorial states. Absolutely, Germany obviously is one that comes to mind. There's a lot of research that says people said, "Oh, they don't like the anti-Semitism back in the 30s." But, you know, Hitler's cleaned up the streets, and yeah. you got to let I, him do I got, a, I got a job again. you got to let him do his job, and yeah. blah, blah, blah. And sometimes not everybody can be happy. I mean, that was largely seen as a sentiment among a lot of everyday Germans. Mm-hmm. And so that does make you wonder that if we aren't just starting to slip into that a little mentality. A Remain little vigilant, people, because, yeah. I didn't call are, Trump Hitler either. I'm saying Americans may be slipping into that same mentality that that has been taken it's advantage a of slow before. walk down it's, that yeah. road. Yeah. So right. I'm, this is kind of a reality check to this week. I don't feel nearly as I certainly don't feel exuberant. Well, I was. We were hoping for a better Supreme Court result, mm-hmm. and we were probably hoping for a better Marquette poll result. So yes, this this definitely is a. I think we were a, hoping that two thousand children go <laughs> missing at the border. <laughs> well. Yes. Right. Uh, you know, say nothing about that. Um, and you know, we're hoping to win some elections this this year. So yeah, I mean, you know, like 
keep the faith, but hey, let you know what? This isn't going to be easy. No. Bring out you know your twenty bucks every month and send it to a candidate of your choice. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, bring out you know. We gotta, we gotta get, get out there and do knock on those. Spend four hours every every month knocking on doors. Well, and you um, right. You gotta you gotta you remain know. you gotta remain vigilant and you gotta remain involved because if all these marches and everything are are they're going to mean nothing if it doesn't translate right. into votes. Democracy is not a spectator sport, and if we spectate, you'll lose. Yep, for so. sure. So remain vigilant and forward. Forward. No.